Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, let me read to you Revelation chapter 1, verse 26. The scripture says, To the one who overcomes and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over nations. Authority over nations. And this is not the first time that God talks about the overcomer. Because if you go up to verse 17, you will see the same mention of the word overcome. Verse 17 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, some version says conquers and some version says overcome. I will give some of the hidden manna and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. So anytime we see such a scripture in the Old Testament or when you see something in the New Testament about a pact God makes, the manner in which God works, we are always to take notes of the mind of God, okay? The manner in which God functions, the way God thinks, the principle of God, the way he conducts himself as a king of kings, the manner he appreciates people, what he appreciates, and how he appreciates. So that is why these verses are important for us because it helps us understand the mind of God. Sometimes some other people neglect certain verses because they believe that it was in the Old Testament. Yet, what we need to understand is still applicable today because we we gain understanding into the mind of God. That way, we are able to understand if this is how he dealt with Abraham and this is how he dealt with Isaac and this is how he dealt with Jacob and if that is how he dealt with Joseph, then we start understanding a certain trajectory, a certain graph and you understand the mind of God, you understand the manner of God, and you understand the character of God. So these words help us to understand that the way God sees is that there are certain things that God allows in a child of God, or certain things that must come to a child of God as long as he lives on earth. As long as I dealt with that in the last time I came to you, 
and I talk to you about how God says that in this world, in this world, you have trouble. And so, as a child of God, it is expected for you to be surrounded by people that hate your light. You're surrounded by human beings that are influenced by demonic spirits and some other human beings that is probably believing that they are doing the will of God by hating on you. You have all kinds of people that fight the light of God that is inside of you. So child of God, to those people that attract those kind of storms in their life, the scripture is clear the manner in which the Lord takes care of his people. He's saying, to those who overcome what the enemy throws at them, to those who overcome what this world throws at them, what life hands over into your hand. It may be somebody that is not being fair to you, an injustice by someone. It may be any kind of a situation. That situation was sent by you to destroy your trajectory. That situation was sent by the enemy to kill the fire of God inside of you. As I was praying for somebody to overcome the anxious thoughts that was being filled in the mind, I saw a vision of a coffin. And the Spirit of the Lord said that the fear that the enemy introduces to this individual is so that they may have permission through their meditation of thoughts and through the confession of their words, Satan receives permission from that individual to take them down and bury them and kill their destiny permanently. But what was amazing to me is that Satan still required that partnership from that individual before he could come against him. Now, if you remember what Satan did with Job, the Bible says, Job confesses, what I feared has happened to me. So child of God, before Satan can bring a victory over your head, what he requires from you is your permission, the license to kill. He doesn't have it, but you, he's waiting on you to give it. So if he can get your mind to remain defeated for an extended period of time, now he will hijack everything around you to reflect that defeat. Everything that you see and hear will now begin to voice the same opinion. Even your believing mother 
or your cousin or your friends who, who maybe the so-called believers will begin to parrot the lie of the enemy that you're going down and it's okay to go down or if it's okay for you to stay down for a little while or it's okay for you to struggle for a little while. Can you catch that moment when Satan is prophesying over you through your own thoughts, through your own close associates, through your own family? Are you able to locate those thoughts, those griefs? Are you able to locate that moment where you are so grieving about a certain scenario in your life that you are so saddened that now you begin to speak negativity over yourself. I was praying for you and I, I heard somebody say, Oh, I am dumb. I heard somebody say, Oh, I am this. Oh, I've always done this. Oh, this is how it is. Oh, this is how the Satan has caused you to meditate on a life for an extended period. Now, whatever your heart thinks is what your mouth has begun to confess. And all of a sudden, you have now created a prophetic platform not for the angels now, but for Satan to come in and work because you <laughs> are created to have dominion. And if you see the manner in which God used Adam, I, I, I might be getting a little ahead of myself because in the weeks to come, the Spirit of the Lord will love me to get into those topics. But maybe not too much for today, is that God used Adam to speak. So even Satan, when he comes to Adam and Eve, he wants to know, has God said it? Has God spoken? He wants to know what is God speaking? And he wants them to confess something that is the opposite of what God has spoken. So he brings a meditation, he brings a thought that is contrary to what God is thinking about you. A condemnation, a lie, a fear, a guilt that makes you feel less worthy. And you now stop seeing yourself through the eyes of God. And now you start seeing yourself through the eyes of the enemy. And you start saying, ah, I am terrible. Ah, I am a worse sinner. Oh, I am this, I am that. Is that what the Lord thinks about your child of God? Now you begin to say what Satan thinks about you. And now you're prophesying negativity about yourself. Now he can come. And when he comes, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But what is the scripture saying? He's saying, but child of God, if you can remember 
how much you are loved by God. If you can remember how much you are washed by the blood of the Lamb. If you can remember that you have been anointed by the Lord and given entrance into the inner chambers of God. If you can remember <laughs> how much He has loved you and His steadfast love remains forever. You will not live in defeat. You will overcome whatever the enemy is throwing at you this year. Yes. He who overcomes, God is giving a reward. That means that there is a certain responsibility that God is giving into your hands to overcome. It is your responsibility to overcome. Tell of God, whatever happens in your garden, it is your responsibility to overcome the lying serpent that is trying to take your heart away from the garden. It is your responsibility to overcome the fear that was transferred to you through media, through news agencies that have been lying and lying and lying. It has been given to you to locate the source of your anxiety. Is it a lie? Is it a fear of rejection? Is it an insecurity that you've never dealt with? What has caused this tremendous monster to grow so big in your head? What has caused you to beat yourself up? What has caused you to lose your confidence and boldness as a child of God? You need to locate it. Yes. And then you need to begin to remember that God is waiting for you to overcome it. One thing that you need to understand. The Bible says, when the Lord Jesus died on the cross, he mentioned something. He said, it is finished. Everything that the Lord needs to do, he did it on the cross. It is finished. Ah, you can wave your hands, you can wave your hands. Oh, we love you. <laughs> I said, it is finished. Somebody declare that in your house as loud as you can. The Lord Jesus has done it all for me. Say that one more time. It is finished. <laughs> now, it is our turn to solve the mystery of how we are going to overcome. It is our turn to go into the Word of God and renew our minds. It is our turn to transform our thinking of defeat and failure and grow into a warrior of God. It is our turn. <laughs> I want you to turn to somebody and say, it is our turn. You know, sometimes religion can make us 
depends so much on saying prayers and thinking that you don't need to do anything else and the praying of prayers and the saying of that words is what is going to solve things but that is not how the bible says transformation happens transformation in order for you to be transformed in order for a situation in your life to be transformed the bible says be transformed by the renewal of your mind ha huh. so the manner in which god wants to bring a transformation in your life is not by saying prayers ah we have glorified saying words for an extended period of time and then being disappointed that nothing has happened because we were still required for us to get up from the knees and face that devil that has been lying in your head and said enough it was still required child of god for you to get up and say okay done with this grief <laughs> oh devil so it was you that was making me feel like this last week i catch you <laughs> oh it was you that was stealing the joy in, in our marriage and that you you suddenly hear the argument coming in and and you as a child of god need to pause and say wait a minute this is not me because any time satan wants to come steal kill and destroy he needs your permission so he's creating a certain chaos in your house that can give him the permission to then come steal kill and destroy so it takes humility from both the partners both the people in the marriage to say wait a minute we are a house that fears the lord transformation comes by the renewal of our mind lord i've been waiting too long for you to come and do it yet what is required everything that is needed was already done for me on the cross 2000 years ago now it is my turn to rise and enforce the victory of heaven on earth thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven enforce the victory into your marriage enforce it child of god this week change your mindset change your bad habits stop blaming everybody else around you take onus of what you need to change in order for the transformation to happen in that business in that job in that finances you cannot expect god to give you all that financial breakthrough while you have those bad habits that still find you in debt you got to change renew your mind with information with understanding with revelation and use that to transform every area of your life you have the grace now you need to stop waiting for another prophet to lay hands on you and you rise up and say i have been equipped 
this year to solve everything that the enemy does, I shall overcome in Jesus' name. I'm so glad that you are here today. You weren't supposed to be here today. Satan tried the level best to take you away from the grace of God. Satan tried his level best to take you away from the land of the living. And yet here you are this year, you are still found standing. You're still found connected and humble and rooted in the presence of the Lord Jesus. So we give thanks to the Lord. You can wave your hands and thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. The scripture says, to one who overcomes, I will give him power over nations. Some versions say, I will give him authority over nations. However you would like to uh, enjoy reading, the truth is when a child of God in the kingdom of God, this is the principle that I was talking to you about, when they learn to overcome, there is something that happens to you. That spirit of overcoming is appreciated by the Lord. And the Lord who sees it, He grants you more power. So, let me explain to you the manner in which it works. That means that God looks at you and He says, okay, she has overcome this level. That also means that she is ready for the next level. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you getting me? That means that before God can trust you with more power, mm, my goodness, before the Lord can trust you with more grace, more anointing, more gifts, more dimensions that you've never, he's waiting to see how you overcome the last challenge in your life. That is a matter of great concern because we have not recognized how the kingdom promotion works. The kingdom promotion does not work in a way where all the problems are solved and therefore now you are blessed. All the problems are removed and therefore, no, 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 it's up to you. The level at which you learn to solve the problem releases greater responsibilities, greater trust from the Lord to trust you with more power because he sees how you did not give up in the last challenge how you do not grumble with the last challenge, how lockdowns did not lock your spirit, how you did not lose your prayer life, how you kept your gaze on the Lord Jesus. When he sees how you have not succumbed to the last season, then he gives you power to overcome new levels of demonic attacks. One of the most painful stories for me in the scriptures is the life of Elijah. 
the man of God was very anointed, very anointed in a, in a way that nobody in his generation had done. He was a unique prophet. He, he was a prophet who learned the art of dramatization. <laughs> yes. This man of God, who was so anointed to do exploits, when he could not overcome the fear of Jezebel and her husband Ahab, he was so scared, so fearful that his ministry was over. Then the next thing that you see is the Lord releasing him of his assignments. In other words, letting him retire. Child of God, but to him who overcomes, more power, more authority is given. So that means that if Elijah didn't grumble and faint and give up, he would have received the power to overcome Ahab and Jezebel. But because he didn't want to overcome, he gave up. He said, I am tired. Why is it there is always battles? Why is it there is always battles? If you're asking that question, that means you haven't heard my last word. <laughs> A word from the Lord. Why? 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 Because that's who you are. The glory of God in you attracts persecution. So when a child of God refuses to rise and overcome, remember, the Bible says, I have overcome the world. Back again, we're going back to the word I brought you last. The Lord Jesus that is inside of us has already overcome the world. And now it's our turn. I want you to turn to a neighbor, give them a high five and say, now it is our turn to overcome. Yes, repeat that for me. Repeat that for me. Locate everyone in your room and say, now it is our turn to overcome. Say it out loud, even if you are alone in the room, open your mouth and say, now it is my turn to overcome. Distance is not a barrier to God. RevivedNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services.